Welcome to the Chris Scott Show on FM 105 Down Community Radio with me, Chris Scott. I'll be with you for the next hour. Do stay tuned. It's Wednesday the 18th of August 2021. Starting off tonight there with Van Halen and Jump. Sort of setting the scene for most of the music in tonight's show for all those ageing rockers out there. And that includes myself, might I add. On this day in 1984, 37 years ago, the Masters of Rock concert was on at Donington Park. Don't know why you remember that. Maybe you were there. Van Halen were on the stage, so that's why I played that one tonight. As was ACDC Aussie, Gary Moore, YNT, except Motley Crue and Tommy Vance. Were you there? Well, we'll maybe hear a little, maybe not ACDC tonight, maybe Gary Moore. We're going to go a bit rocky tonight. Uh, Stay tuned for that. Gary Moore coming up later on in the programme. You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down Community Radio. Maybe not rock in the background, no. Far from it, but this is a sea shanty. Portsmouth Bonnie Kit by Ian Giles. And this is a clue to what's coming up in the Chatting with Chris feature in tonight's programme. Yeah, we're going to the sea and precisely we're going to Strangford Loch. We're right here on the shores of Strangford Loch. Going exploring tonight and I'm going to be talking to Anne Fee about Killalay Coastal Rowing Club. We're going to find out all about skiff rowing, so if you know nothing about that, do stay tuned. The club are having a taster day, yeah. And the taster sessions were part of an outdoor recreation NI initiative, which involved all water sports. And uh, we'd like to give a big special mention to Anne Miskelly tonight, who supported Anne Fee when they started that build of those skiffies all those years ago. And also to Anne Miskelly's husband, Robin, who was the carpenter. So if you want to know more about skiffies, uh, about the open day, which takes place on Monday the 23rd of August, one thirty to 5.30pm. You just go along to the Kate Kalalay and have a go, but uh, listen in first of all, all about what the club does and how they intend to expand in the future, and do keep tuned in for more details. Going out now, especially to all those listeners outside of this island, tuned in to FM 105, Down Community Radio, who are all over the world, and I do know you are tuned in, because uh, we get messages from time to time here on the show. I'm going to play for you, especially for you, Patrick Swayze, and this would have been his 69th birthday. Unfortunately, he sadly passed away in 2009. I love this song, She's Like the Wind. Talking to Anne Fee from Killalay Coastal Rowing Club after this one. Chris on FM 105, Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. Well, this is a recording I made a few weeks ago, so we've cheated tonight. Uh, I'm standing in the beautiful location just off the netwalk at Killalay, and I'm actually looking out at a regatta at the minute. It's not every day you see that. Welcome onto the show tonight. It's Anne Fee from the Killalay Coastal Rowing Club. Evening, Chris. Nice to see you. We really should say good afternoon, Anne, because we've sort of cheated a bit in this. But, Anne, I mean... You've seen this scenery, you've seen, we're looking across the Port of Ferry, we're looking at St. Patrick over at Saul. We're just in such a beautiful location, but we're on the ground now. But you're normally on the other side, you're normally in the lock, isn't that right? Yes, we're normally on the water. So tell me a little bit about Killalay Coastal Rowing Club. I mean, I'm standing looking at two, what I would call as boats, but I think they're known as skiffs. Yes, they're skiffs, they're tw- 22 foot long. Um, basically, the project was started by Strangford Lock and the Kiel Partnership, and um, partnership with the PSNI, they funded the project, and nine skiffs were distributed, well, kits were distributed around Strangford Lock to villages um, to get people to re-engage with the water and to learn how to build again. Um, building skill, boat building skills had been lost, and they basically decided this would be an initiative to get communities together again and meeting again, because once the boats were Way. that was it end of conversation um so the, the thing has blossomed we now have double the skiffs 
that we had originally. Um, people have acquired them by different means. Um, we acquired our second boat on 2017. Um, thankfully, I applied to Awards for All and they were great. They supported us and we now have Scart and Goshen. And we compete regularly, although COVID has put fed to that at the minute. Yeah, of course. Now, you named the boats there. So what did you say, Goshen? Yeah. Goshen um, was named. Andrew McCleary very kindly let us stay in his building yard. And this area is known as the Goshen. And we decided that uh, in honour of him and, and of the area, um, we basically thought, well, look, that was the name we chose for our boat. I didn't choose it. It was put <laughs> to the club. <laughs> How did the other one get us named? Scar- what did you say? Scark? Scart? Scart? That, that's a local uh, name for Cormorant. Um, yeah, traditional name. Wow, you learn something every day, don't you? So, and I'm looking at these, but one's red uh, with a black stripe and the other one's totally the opposite. How many people can go in these things? Well, five, a cox and four rowers. You, you've had a fairly successful campaign recently because you had a couple of open days uh, and you were inviting members of the community just to come and try it out. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people turned up you had never been in one of these things, let alone going into the water. Yeah, we had 34 people applied and 34 people got out on the water on the day. Well, two days, I should say. We had under 26s and then we had over 26s on the Sunday. Um, since then, we have had, we've been inundated with applications. Um, to date, I think there's 54. Um, the 34 have been on the water, but we still have a long way to go. But we're opening it up again. This will be our last taster session, public taster session. Every week, if someone wants to join, they can come along and we'll fit them into a crew. And that has been happening as well. But um, uh, uh, we just thought, right, to end the season basically uh, the summer season we row all year by the way we don't stop um, so to end the summer season we thought we'll do this um, um, to boost membership we're preparing for Skiffy Worlds which is in the Netherlands next year and we need a strong um, team so we're basically calling on the Killer Lake community to come out and support us but, and do you draw in members from just outside Killer Lake because what I'm getting at there are there other Skiff uh, boats about here and other clubs in this area? Oh yes, uh-huh. no, well there are nine clubs around the lock, there's clubs in Kirkcoven um, Port of Ferry, Port of Ogey uh, Donica D, Strangford, who we affiliate with um, our, our junior club are very strong with Strangford uh, we, we're organising events with them inter-club events, basically Dundrum are the World Cup winners world champions, um, they basically have held that um, since 2016 um, when we had our, our world championship at Delamont so um, we're very strong uh, uh, in the coastal line in Northern Ireland. So this is not just for Strangford Lock. So a kid coming to this club could actually get to the top of the world in this sport then? Yes, definitely. Yes, that's that's what we're all about. We're about promoting um, fitness and health um, and within our communities. But the, um, basically, we all aspire to um, go to the world. And, uh, it's our Olympics. <laughs> Now, if I if I look at myself, I'm probably now being the middle age bracket. Okay, so I don't think I'd want to be out with a bunch of kids or a bunch of professional rowers if I was going to start off. How do how do you organise all that? Right. Well, we have basically a junior section of the club, we have a social section, and we have a competitive section, and they're all banded into their age categories because that's how if you're a competitive, that's how how we row. And um, basically, it's juniors under forty. Well, basically, there's a new category, it's under 26. So it would be juniors un- who are under 18, under 26, under 40, and then we go over 40, over 50, over 60, and over 70. So you can row to any age. Under 26 is quite a strange caveat to put on that. Yes, it is. Um, basically, there was nothing between junior and under 40. So that, that was brought in specifically for, for the new World Championships. 
And you're having a, an afternoon session, a taster session, I think you call it, on Monday the 23rd of August. I think it's probably from about half one to half five, and that will be advertised in, in, in local press and on, on Facebook. Where do, where, does that, where do you launch that from? Well, we, at high tide, we launch at the key um, because it's safest. Um, basically, if people don't particularly want to join something, they're going to get their feet wet in the first outing. Um, we launch normally here from the shore. So uh, that's one thing guaranteed, you'll get your feet wet. Um, so because it's tasters and because safety is a priority, we launch from the key on that day. So what you're saying to me is a non-nautical person, the tide is, you know the tide's high then by the tide charts? Yes, it should be. Yeah. So all I do is go down the steps and hop into one of these boats? Yes. And then what happens? Well, basically, um, our cocks will train you. There are three experienced people in the boat. We don't let everyone um, in without having a, a special trainer there that day. So it is safe. Um, everyone will have to adhere to social distancing on shore. Um, basically, you have to wear a mask. Um, we have to go through the routine of sanitising. The boats are sanitised after and before. Um, basically, it's quite difficult now to do it, so it's time-consuming. Um, and basically, if you have your own life jacket, please bring it with you and wear it. Um, otherwise, we, we will probably need about 25 life jackets <laughs> um, so um, uh, basically um, it's very straightforward it's very safe um, we wouldn't go out over four, uh, force five um, so it's very unusual we'd even go out over force three um, for a taster um, so basically the wind speed dictates whether it happens or not um, it could be just postponed um, if it was like yesterday or, or this morning it wouldn't be happening <laughs> so um, we, we just have to wait till near the time to confirm but it'll all be confirmed on facebook so, looking at me, if I was to hop in a boat now, I'm dressing shorts and not, not very much here at the minute. So, what would you recommend? So, if I was getting into a boat now, what would you recommend for someone who has no clue? Well, basically, um, layers, um, because you don't know whether you're going to be warm or cold. Um, once you start rowing, you'll get hot. You need to take a layer off. You don't want to take everything off. Um, basically, you need gloves if you haven't rowed before, because you'll get calluses. Um, Shoes, we usually um, say everyone usually has a pair of Crocs or something that they wear in the garden um, and wear them um, or your tra- an old pair of trainers that you don't mind ruining. Um, but basically, it's good fun. Um, you're not going to be comp- competing. Um, basically, you're starting um, from scratch. So it's a long process. Um, basically, last year, um, I think it takes about, basically, you would say maybe four months to get into the throes of things, to get into a team and to fit in um, sort of way to compete competing level. Um, it is quite time consuming, um, but safety is a priority. So we need to know that you're comfortable in the boat, um, that you'll be there if something happens, if someone needs help. Um, you need to know um, basically how to work the radio, a VHF radio, in case the cox is incapacitated and you need to call for help. Um, that hasn't happened. We touch wood, it will never happen, but we have to be prepared. Um, but basically, it, it's very enjoyable. Everyone um, nearly who can comes back. Um, basically, we over half joined um, from the last time. And a lot of people from outside the area have come down to taste to try the tasters. Um, so it's been very successful. And if they haven't joined us, they've gone to other clubs that are local to them. Um, so it, it, it is enjoyable. Um, you know some of your family members are, are with us at the minute. Um, yeah. Tasters. <laughs> yeah, there's a sort of personal interest here, but I, I'll not be doing it. <laughs> I'm joking. But Anne, can I ask you, distance-wise, I mean, on a taster session, you're out for, what, 20 minutes, half an hour? Well, it's usually half an hour. It usually be half an hour. I mean, in these boats, where would you get in half an hour? Well, basically, um, we usually go around the harbour because the tide's in and you can go around the harbour. But we have been um, out to Green Island and back 
um, basically. It depends on the experienced growers that were with you, uh, where they want to go and where they feel um, you would be capable of going. You can catch a crab, which knocks you off your seat. Um, and it can be a bit frightening. <laughs> it's not actually catching a crab, it's catching a wave. And it, it knocks the oar into your stomach and knocks you sideways. So yeah. basically, it, it's interesting. You would enjoy it, Chris, I know you would. Um, <laughs> no, you're not recruiting me. <laughs> but yeah. it, is, it is good fun and everyone enjoys it. Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community radio your station your voice okay so something i've learned tonight skiffies don't have sales it's all the war work i couldn't resist this one anyway i'm gonna play this uh, the second part of the interview with anfi from Kelly coastal rowing club is coming up after this one it's lionel richie and the commodores from 1979 and seal on on 105 fm and around the world online this is FM 105. Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. You know, I've heard of more experienced rowers going out for hours and hours and hours in these things. Oh yes, uh, we're doing a challenge next weekend if all goes well according to the weather. Um, and COVID um, at Whitehead from Browns Bay. Um, up along the coast, yeah. So there are endurance rowers in the club as well. I, sh- I should have mentioned that, I'm sorry. Um, so they could be out for three or four hours. And some of the more leisurely courses, I mean, there's some beautiful islands here. I mean, look at Dunningale or other people pronounce it different ways and, and other islands here. I mean, can you stop off? Yes, you can, but you have to have National Trust approval. Um, basically, um, we, we are aware of our environment and we have to be aware of when the seals... Um, basically, are, are are on the on the rocks, and we keep away from them. Basically, um, not to disturb them. Um, it, it it is a sort of an experiment with us. We're, we're trying to get more information, um, basically, on the islands. Uh, we want to know about the history of the islands, but we also want to know about our environment, and we want to keep it safe. We want to protect it. So um, we're having an educational program with the National Trust as well. Um, so that, that that's in the pipeline. But basically, um, our juniors have been to Chapel Island. They've had a barbecue in Chapel, uh, uh, and basically, they really go out and enjoy. It, it's a, um, the boats are turning into the famous five, um, the End of Blighton uh, series. So everyone's out um, to have a good time and enjoy but to get fit as well so it it is a wonderful place to be I mean it's an area of outstanding natural beauty on your doorstep why would you not want to be on it and it gives you a different perspective of of Killalay you see the castle you see the village and basically all the villages around the lock Um, it's a a wonderful experience I'd thoroughly recommend it and that is fantastic Um, just just before cut off I mean someone who doesn't feel that they're physically fit is that an issue? no no, definitely not. Um, basically, uh, we, we take all comers from age 11 to 90. It doesn't matter. Or if you were ni- 99, it wouldn't matter. You can come out, you can social row, you don't have to compete. Um, basically, it's to get people back to their roots, back to where they were before the harbour closed. Um, every house around this harbour basically had their own rowing boat. And that has all been lost. Um, children used to be able to hop from one side of the harbour wall to the other, from boat to boat. There were so many boats packed into that harbour. We have lost that. Um, we're trying um, to bring the history back to life and basically make people interested in what went on before, what their grandparents, their great-grandparents um, did on Killalay. It was a working harbour. Everyone around here would have had some input into that harbour, which we have now lost. But basically, we're trying to regenerate interest into it through these boats. And so far, it's worked very well. The Royal Oak was built on these shores. It basically stands pride of place at Henley, um, beside 
um, one of the Oxford Cambridge rowing boats and that's quite an achievement. I have been over to see it with a friend. My nephew was married at Marlow so it was just up the river so basically went and visited and the girl was very welcoming there and basically couldn't get over the history of our boats and the de Ross family built um, a, a, a sort of how would you say, a community of boats. They used to be raced um, for money on the lock. They were also raced at Belfast. And all of that history um, has not vanished, but basically it, it needs to come back. It needs to be brought back to life. Um, we are an island people. Why are we not out on the water more? And I think that the, this will help um, do that. Um, we're going to Skiffy Worlds next year, and we hope Skiffy Worlds will come back to Northern Ireland again um, in the not-too-distant future. Well, that's, that's our aim. You're showing a great passion for local history there, Anne. So it's amazing. Uh, you have a natural environment, you have nature, you have history. It's all here with these boats. Yes, it definitely is. And, and that's where we're trying to regenerate. And how, personally, how long have you been doing the, the rowing yourself? Um, well, the thing um, started in 2014. I was approached because um, three people had turned it down, basically. And I was just basically told, and if you don't accept this, Killalay's not getting a boat. And I ended up with two days to make up my mind. And I, I didn't know what to do. And I spoke to a friend and her husband happened to be a carpenter. And basically it went from there. So we ended up from one person to 20. Um, and they built a boat. I couldn't build a boat to save my life. Um, I was really worried about it. Um, but basically I went, brushed the floor, um, did the PR, did anything that I could do in the background. Um, did sanding and a bit of painting when I was allowed. Not that great a painter. So um, basically Dougie Moore came on board. Yeah. Um, Stephen Robinson came on board. Quite a lot of local people. Uh, Michael Smith came on board, and he has great skills as well. And basically, we got Scart built, and then after that, um, the 2017, then we got Goshen. So we've done um, exceedingly well, and hopefully, we're going to build on that. Club membership at the minute. Uh, do you know roughly what you have? Yes. Um, sort of in the middle of COVID, we had 40. Um, at the minute, it stands at 84. And with another 20 people um, interested in joining, so um, we're, we're, it's looking good, and um, we're moving in here, hopefully, in the not too distant future. Um, this is going to be our base. We're hoping to have two containers situated here. We're in the middle of planning permission, and hopefully, the slipway will be upgraded. We've got funding. Um, through the Belfast Kayak Club and I should mention them because I get into trouble if I don't um, they actually are the night kayakers who appear before the news you'll see them quite regularly of course. Uh-huh. and they're they're coming down and they're going to join us they're yeah. going to get in um, one of the containers when we acquire funding um, basically um, they're bringing stand-up paddle boards and kayaks and canoes and they'll be available to teach people at Killalay how to do those things so there are interesting developments ahead then and for the not just for the club but for Killalay as well yes yeah Yes, and hopefully it'll all come to fruition in the not-too-distant future. That is fantastic. Of course, the kayakers have put us on the map because there are people who apparently go round to Coon Beach, or Coon Beach, I may, may not have said that, I'll get told off later, uh, just to see where, where uh, that advert has been made from, or that promotion yes, was made from. That's exactly right, and basically they launched from here, uh, where we launched, yep. so that's how we got to know them, and then when they found out that we um, had approached Ross Kyle regarding this site, um, they, they immediately wanted on board and said, we haven't got a base in Strangford Lock we've won a Grimsport we've won in Belfast on the Lagan but we would love one here so um, that's how that that happened and that is fantastic listen thank you for joining me today it's quite blustery today uh, hence you're not maybe going you, would you actually go in a condition like that? well it's a lot going on as you can see but it's yeah. all sailing yeah. basically we were going to go out and then it was cancelled but Barra didn't do us any 
help this weekend because yeah uh-huh so uh, we, we i don't think there's anything down for this afternoon it was all cancelled because of the weather forecast but um, i'm not sure tomorrow night uh, um tomorrow afternoon there are there are rows but um, at the minute as you can see the the yachts are out in full um, and, and they're having a, a blustery sail but um uh, there's no one out at the minute as you can see Okay, so we're looking forward to Monday the 23rd of August between half one and half five. I think it's five pounds per person for adults. And yeah, and all other details are available where? On our Facebook page, Kelly Coastal Rowing Club Facebook page. And if you private message us, um, we'll send you out a, a temporary membership form. And we need all your details before you can get into the boat. And Fee, thank you so much. And I'll let you row off into the sunset now. <laughs> I wish. Thank you. <laughs> Chatting with Chris on FM 105 Down Community Radio. Your station, your voice. A big thank you once again to Anne Fee, who recorded that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Anne Fee from Killalay Coastal Rowing Club. If you're interested in trying to get in touch with the club and find out more about it, find out more about their open day, then go to the Facebook page of the same name. Just a reminder, that taster session, which are part of the Outdoor Recreation Northern Ireland initiative, which involves all water sports, will take place in Killalay on Monday the 23rd of August from 1.30pm to 5.30pm. We're going into some good music now, going for three in a row tonight, some uh, rock and some light rock, if you want to call it that. Starting with ZZ Top and Gimme All Your Love, and ZZ Top played on this very day, yeah, the 18th of August, 1985 at the RDS Arena. Uh, they started there at 2pm, and guess how much the tickets were? How much would you pay to get into ZZ Top these days? Well, in those days... £13.50. Hardly buy you a couple of meal deals these days. Going to follow that one with Gary Moore and the classic Parisian walkways. Gary also appeared at Donington Park on this day in 1984. And then we're going right down under with men at work. You're listening to Chris Scott on FM 105, Down Community Radio. FM 105 Down Community Radio. Chris Scott here, taking up to the R, top of the R, each Wednesday night, 78 pm. If you'd like to join over 2,160 followers on our Facebook page on FM 105 Down Community Radio, do give us a little tick or a little thumbs up there. Join the gang. Stick around uh, 8pm tonight. It's the FM 105 Country Show with Celia White. Full details of all our programmes are on our website. Do look them up. Trip back now to 1986 with Bon Jovi and... Uh, you can do that when you host your own show, can't you? You can play all your favourites. No one complains. Uh, this one's for Crossguard couple Joe and Anne who are tuned in tonight. And enjoy this one, folks. On 105FM and around the world online. This is FM 105. That is it for tonight, folks. Hope you enjoyed tonight's show. And thank you again to Anne Fee, Killalay Coastal Rowing Club, for joining me in tonight's programme. Reminder about their taster session on Monday afternoon. Full details. Contact the club on their Facebook site. I'm leaving you tonight with Foreigner and their drummer, Dennis Elliott, celebrates his 71st birthday. Happy birthday, Dennis. Next week, I'll be chatting to Geraldine from Assistant Dogs NI based in Limavati and about the amazing work that they do in the community.